This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. <laughs> you when ruined you, it. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. We'll be together then. You know we'll have a good time then. I couldn't even say bacon soda or anything. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting you back from ruining my Wonder Woman outro <laughs> from the last show. I think it was intimidated because you like nailed the note right there. You really did. Thank and you. then Kim was like, Thank crap, you. how do I go now? I mean, no. I was like, I'm going to try to sound really good singing. Oh, here comes Joel, Aww. the singer. No, I'm not a singer. Oh, please. I, I oh, please. No. Kim has all three of your albums. Don't even play it. <laughs> Welcome to Vegas, everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Thank you for listening to our Wonder Woman show. We had a very lively discussion on our social media channels. Uh, If you didn't, if you're not following us on Twitter or Facebook, uh, please do so because you missed out on a lot of fun stuff already and you may miss out on stuff in the future. If you've got FOMO, follow us. What? Oh, oh no. Fear of missing out. Oh, I thought that was what my fungal cream was for. That's actually semi-true. Yeah, but not about me. <laughs> yeah, FOMO, FOMO sounds like a disorder. It kind of does. But no, we had a great time. And Dr. Matt, he was trolling a lot of people online, which was a lot of fun. Who knew Dr. Matt fun. even followed us? And he jumped in and trolled everybody. He was very entertaining. So yes, follow us on social media and also rate us and review us on iTunes. We got a couple more reviews. We're very happy to see what you, that you guys are enjoying what we're doing. And also every time you rate us, it helps us appear in other people's feeds. It makes us more visible on iTunes. So please go out there and rate us and review us. And we may even make mention of your review, but may not read it. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it'll be something nice. Yes, it'll be something nice. So what? Unless you make fun of it and then they take it down. So and I'm, or and that I'm sorry again. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is really funny that happened in Kent, 2017 is sorry. If you don't, if, <laughs> listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, one time a listener, in fact, the listener, put up a, uh, a novel, review, a, a very, very long review, a very kind a and health, thorough review, a healthy, thorough <laughs> review. And Joel read it and Kent made fun of how long it was. It was actually Kent, a bacon. It was a bacon. Just bit. Kent. It was a bacon bit length. Wow. Go back and read the. Tape. Did you make fun of it too? I didn't. I was reading it and enjoying it, and then you two kept being like, "Oh, it's still growing." That's that's crazy. That's only Kent. Kent's. Mm, yeah, no. I think it was actually. You. If Check it happened tape. this year, though, because it happened last year, if it happened this year, you would have been the one it making been, fun. Yeah, I would have been, been like, "Oh, it. the mummy it's sucks. Oh, I don't like anything." <laughs> blah thing. blah blah. Wonder Woman isn't tall enough. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Jacob, why are you bashing on Wonder Woman? I'm, this is what you. How said. dare you say that? <laughs> he actually does a really solid impression of you, just like he sings Mbop very well. Anyway, wait for the closing credits. <laughs> so uh, in honor of Father's Day, we have a special treat. In fact, this is a listener idea. And this is from Spencer Michael Myers, who said, can we settle the old pr- playground bet of whose dad would win in a in a fight? Put together <laughs> a, a tournament idea. and <laughs> put together a tournament, <laughs> uh, a tournament bracket to the death of TV dads. Only one dad will remain. Bum, bum, bum. As everyone will see from this show, not a lot of these men are fighters. No, in fact, we had to... Are they lovers? <laughs> How can they be lovers if they can't be friends? <laughs> oh, one yeah. of these is a lover, but we're not going to get into that because we're going to separate the, the actor from the show. Well, <laughs> no. anyway. I thought you were just going to say somebody that had a lot Stop. of kids. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Family friendly, both of you. Uh, we, this is we, the Brady dad. What's so we got name? together some of, the, some of the classic, greatest, worst TV dads out there. Yeah. But we realized that if we put someone like Jack Bauer or Ned Stark into right. this bracket, they would probably slaughter the others because they're not fighters. So we had to remove them. In fact, we put them in a separate bracket for now. And we probably will do a bacon bit in the future yeah. of the fighting dads. But these are the more traditional fathers. 
uh, sitcom dads, drama dads, that kind of thing. So we were thinking about what would actually make these men fight? Because if they're put in the Hunger Games, it's like fight. And a lot of them are like, oh, I've lived a good life. I have a great family. My legacy will live on. <laughs> but you know what's going to happen? You know what the twist is? What? What? They may die in this fight, but if they lose, their families will be killed. Oh, whoa, whoa. That's dark. It's dark. That's dark. Sure. And so not only in some You want to be responsible for the death of Samantha? <laughs> for Alyssa Milano's death. And Jonathan. But Mona, Mona survives. Does, she, does he count? Because Jonathan's not his kid. This sounds like a What Would Bacon Sale do episode. kind of does. Uh, but <laughs> it might get dark. If you, if you haven't Just heard any of our tournaments before, the way it works is we take <laughs> these, these two families characters. families will die. We take these two characters and we put them in a Hunger Games style dome where it's not like it's not a cage match. They're in a dome where there's like buildings or mountains or trees or whatever environment we put them in. And uh, the rules are flimsy. They have to battle it out. Also, they're allowed to bring their accessories. Like if you were to buy the action figure of these dads, they don't exist. But if you were to buy the action figure of these dads, they would come with these accessories. So I don't know, like Archie Bunker would come with his chair or something like that. And, you know, things like that. So yeah. they will have somewhat weapons with them. They do have their Tony abilities. Danza would have a broom or a mop. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, someone and, to, man. and someone to hold him closer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. My voice cracked. <laughs> I think it's appropriate right there. Thank you. <laughs> Especially since right. you want Tony Danza to hold This is going to be a long show, so we need to get right into it. Actually, we're we going to have these be timed battles because, man, we've had a lot of long battles in the past. <clears throat> No, I was just listening to the Disney battle and the Hopper situation came up and it, it made me angry again. I don't think I should listen. So, to it. no, I'm talking with some uh, just some friends of mine and their kids watching the Robin Hood, the cartoon version. Right. And I realized I haven't seen this in like 20 years. Right. You're going to change your vote to practice. And I'm Jones? like, holy cow, watch this. And uh, and so they start mentioning something and these other people are like, wait, didn't you just say you hadn't seen this? But I knew like Prince John and sucks his thumb and stuff like that. And they're right. like, how do you know that? And I'm like, oh, from Bacon Sale. So you hadn't seen it. Not for a long time. And you still voted for Hopper over Prince John. It was the discussion. It was much like tonight. You guys will give your arguments and then I'll make a decision based on it. I don't want to. I just want to pause your story. You don't know a lot of these dads, so it's going to be based on argument. Yes. It will. It will. We, we did talk about it. And since Jacob uh, grew up on did not have a television, uh, he doesn't know a lot of these TV dads. I just had better things to do than watch TV dads, I guess. Like have a real dad. Like have a real dad. <laughs> I had both. <laughs> Your anyway. two dads, TV dad anyway. and real dad. My two dads. Yeah, yeah. that's a great my, show. My point is, though, oh, we don't have either one of them on here. Nope. Oh, I, I, I just need to get to this very like pointless dive or uh, jab, not a dive. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is I told the people about the Whopper or Hopper versus uh, Big Mac versus the Big Mac. <laughs> this is never gonna work. This <laughs> is uh, all gonna get it versus enough. Prince John. Anyway, and uh, they were like, oh, that makes sense that Hopper won. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, really. You think that that is great? No. Uh, by the way, we by. will be having the listener submitted survey. Yes, yeah, soon. soon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we also wanted to say we whittled these down to thirty-two candidates. Like yeah, we, so, one show, one show. We're getting this done. One show. That's why we're trying to be tight about this. And we may have not included certain dads, like the my two dads or George Jefferson didn't make the cut because Kent and I hadn't seen the Jeffersons, mm -hmm. so we couldn't make a logical argument. Right. So, uh, but we have done our research. I only have fifteen pages of notes today. I have four. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, Jacob, read them off and let's get this battle started. All right. I am prepping our timer right now. You gentlemen will have two minutes. Each? No. Uh, okay. All together. No. All and right. so you'll have to move pretty fast. So we're going to cruise through these and uh, and I will tell you when time's up. And uh, are you ready? ready? Yes. Excellent. Some person named Homer Simpson. Heard of him from The Simpsons. This is one I know. 
Okay. Versus Peter Griffin. From who Family I do Guy. Not, oh, right. Family yes, Guy. Family. We, we right. just barely watched the fight <laughs> with did. him on we The did. Simpsons. I didn't know his name. And it took 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. So, so we uh, have the original buffoon dad mm, he was kind of based on other characters but okay well i mean of, of the cartoons that we know in our generation and peter griffin which copied directly from homer simpson and a million other characters okay. as well so they were putting the ring together and they were about to fight which we actually did just watch if you haven't seen that family guy episode when the family guy episode not family, Simpsons? i believe it's a family guy episode okay. when they go to the springfield where we have two springville minutes. springfield wow okay so kent who are you going with on this one i'm going homer simpson on this one Oh, we should also say if we agree, they move on. If we don't agree, oh, Jacob yes. has to be the judge. And I will often only base these argument or the decision based off their arguments if I do not know the characters. So why do you say Homer Simpson? Uh, they both have low intelligence, but Homer has had so many other jobs and so much more expertise. I will say Peter Griffin is skilled at fighting. Yeah, but Homer has so many he, other skills. Peter fights a chicken a lot. A in lot. Family Guy, and also Peter Griffin, he would never save his family. He hates his son, and his catchphrase is "Shut up, Mag." Shut up, Meg. He hates his daughter. He would never fight to save his family. Homer Simpson would by the end of the episode. But he would fight for Lois. Maybe not for Stewie or, or uh, what's his Yeah, but there's name? enough people, enough of Ryan, his kids who'd no, be fine Ryan. with killing <laughs> in order to save Lois. I, I think can't Homer remember. So you're saying same. Peter's not adequately motivated to do this. No, whereas Homer, Homer would be. Yeah. There's always a nice no, sentimental Homer moment. Homer is super end. devoted okay. to his family. I think much more than much more than Peter Griffin would be. So I'm also going to go with Homer Simpson. Peter Griffin. What a terrible cartoon name. Homer, you mentioned the jobs. Homer has held over 188 jobs in the first 400 episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. 400? That makes me shudder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up top. All right. Homer's moving on. Homer it is, with time to spare. All right, next match is Ward Cleaver versus Archie Bunker. So Ward Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver. Have you heard of that one? I have heard of that one. I've okay. not heard of Ward Cleaver. Ward Ward Cleaver's the dad in uh, Leave it to Beaver. He's like, the, he's like the stereotypical 50s iconic TV dad. And then you get Archie Bunker, who's kind of the opposite of the stereotypical TV dad. Ward Cleaver is great at moral lectures. He's a veteran of World War II. He's a member of a fraternity. He's handy with tools, and, and, and this is actually in the w wiki, he occasionally dries the dishes for his wife as well. <laughs> yes, it is. It says that. <laughs> I, I have that same note. Wait, wait. Which was Archie from? He's from All in the Family, and that's the that was the uh, kind of counterculture thing where he's like this racist bigot. He's a lovable racist bigot is what they describe him <laughs> the as. The best kind. That's why you love this show? Uh, I, I, I haven't seen that many episodes, to be honest, but he oh. has like, he's kind of stuck in his old ways, and then you have the kids who are kind of trying to pull him out, and he's... Very verbally abusive to his wife. Also a veteran of World War II. He is. And he helps his wife dry dishes, dishes though. No, yeah. Archie Bunker. Oh, were you telling us already? Oh, crap. Archie Bunker actually tells his wife, stifle yourself and dummy up. Who are you going for, by the way? I have to go Ward Cleaver. Because his last name's Cleaver? No, no because he, he has a home office where he deals discipline. He has a den where he's able to... It's a hidden no, den where he deals so discipline. Kent, Kent brought up that he served in World War II. He was a construction worker in World War II. He didn't see any combat. Uh, he, he's, wow, a soldier is a soldier, Joel. He, but, but he's a veteran. No, but Carol O'Connor, he actually saw action in World War II. So he was a fighter. And he he's, a blue, he's a blue-collar family man. And he, a lot of times, he was also awarded the Purple Heart. What does that have to do with Archie Bunker, Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker, because I think he's the fighter. And I think Archie Bunker is going to take this one. I think Archie Bunker was the one. He's more tough. He's more gruff. Ward Cleaver wouldn't want to get his shirt unpressed in a fight. Ward Cleaver would roll up that newspaper that he always reads and use that like Jason Bourne because he has a complete level head and he would beat old Archie Bunker down. All right. Time's up. Oh, God, that's very quick. So Ward versus Archie. Yes. yes. All right. I'm adding more time. Final arguments now. 
Archie Bunker is rough with a temper, and he saw action as a as World War II veteran. And he sounds like kind of a mean dude. Yes. And Ward Cleaver is Ward Cleaver is a typical fifties dad. He's a misogynist with a level head. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a very built guy. Level Blanket statements for everybody. <laughs> right. He's a, he's a huge guy. Uh, Archie Bunker is a small old man that would get beat easily. He's Carol O'Connor. He's not a small old man. The guy's With big. health problems. Well, Ward Cleaver smokes a pipe every day. Yeah, like a distinguished gentleman who is part of a fraternity and used to haze people. No, 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 no. He, he Those are our final arguments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going Archie Bunker on this ah, one. Yes. He sounds meaner. He is meaner. He is meaner. <laughs> I just like Ward Cleaver. He's a, He's a nicer bigot. dad. He is a nicer dad. Sorry, Ward Cleaver. All right. Next match is Dan Connor. From Roseanne. Ah. Wait. <laughs> I love when you get the what, realization. What actor, like what actor is that? John Goodman. John Goodman. I was like, yeah. that's, that's yeah, I couldn't think of his name. And uh, versus Philip Banks. From the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uncle Phil. Oh, okay, okay. See, I do know what's going on here. Yeah. 90s sitcoms. Yeah. And we use their full names on the bracket, which you can find at BaconCell.com. <laughs> Uh, and the, we use their full names, but we're giving explanations. So, who they are. Uncle Phil versus John Goodman. So both bigger dudes. They're both bigger. Yeah, that's a, this is kind of a powerhouse thing. This is going to be a feat of strength. Uh, I think. I mean, Dan is a loving, easygoing kind of guy. He's a drywall con- contractor, um, but he's also a sports fan, and he's a rough and tumble type guy. He likes fixing his motorcycle and playing poker with his friends. I I think that Uncle Phil may be a little too preppy. To win this battle, so I'm going with Dan. You're going with Dan. I'm going with Dan. I have to go, go with, with Judge worker. Philip Banks because once Judge he, he ex- Banks. Judge Philip Banks because he accidentally because those robes make him a good fighter. He accidentally sat on a rabbit, killing it, and he sat on his son. He sat on his nephew <laughs> Will <laughs> as a punishment. That is his finishing move. <laughs> and he also says he hates his mother-in-law, and he's glad that she's dead. I mean, this is a man with malice. He is ready to fight, and he loves his kids more than anything. The only thing that's able to calm Philip down is his wife, Vivian, and depending which on which one? actress. Yeah. <laughs> but I think John Goodman's character is so nice. He's a tough guy, but he's so nice. Philip Banks is always hot-tempered. Now, now, this is a story all about how Uncle Phil's going to get to get his trash <laughs> turned upside down by Dan. By the, Roseanne's husband. I mean, who else? If he's able to build up a tolerance to being around Roseanne for that long, he's a fighter. That's impressive. That's it true. Is. And John Goodman. Come on. Just look at John Goodman. He's the nicest actor in Hollywood. He's got, talking, a, he's got a mean streak. You know, Dan Connor. Remember when he squished that frog? And I, brother I would say though? he survived. That was mean. Yeah. I, I would say Dan Connor survived Roseanne, which would be the worst thing ever. But he actually had a heart <laughs> attack and died in the show. Health issues. Did he, though? Because they're reviving the show oh and they're bringing gosh. John Goodman back. I don't even want to think Although about apparently, a reboot apparently, for Roseanne. <laughs> apparently, up. by the way, John Goodman, uh, in the second to last season, he walked off the set because he was uh, annoyed with her. And then he agreed to come back and get his character off the show. But then he agreed to come back. But he was on his way out near the end anyway. So Judge Philip Banks, he's actually fine with capital punishment. He's put people, he sent people to their deaths many times. And he'll do the same thing with Dan Connor. Uncle Phil's primarily uh, motivated by money. That's his deal. And so if there's no money, money in involved, the law, he will if, lay down the law. If there's no money involved, he's not going to do anything about he it. He already has money. No, but he, that's the thing. He's greedy. He's characteristically greedy. Also, Dan Connor is the nicest guy in the neighborhood. Everyone wants to be his friend. People want to stay away from Judge Philip Banks. No, because the thing is also is he has punishments like the kids fear his punishments. It once took him three years to come up with a punishment. That's a long time to wait. All right. You're in the ring. You're going to die. I've time? made my decision. I gave you extra time since there was the, uh, you know, conflict. He likes the conflict. All right. 
I'm going to say that Dan Connor would squish Philip Banks like that frog yes. in his hand. <laughs> There's no way to squish also, Philip Banks. <laughs> I cannot believe, I cannot believe you didn't bring up that Uncle Phil is the voice of Shredder. And that oh, he, yeah. And that he has a, he has a pool cue named Lucille. Oh, I did not write Why that Why did down. you bring up one of those? That would have worked. That would I didn't do 15 pages of notes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Philip Banks. Also, for John Goodman's career, also, I don't think Philip Banks' sitting move or finishing move of sitting is going <laughs> to quite Jake, work. If you will, don't just go with the, the character that you know. I know go both with, of them. I know both okay, of them. Okay, all right. You're like John Goodman and Big Lebowski. He could bowl. <laughs> Dan could bowl, too. <laughs> next, time when I, next time when I agree with you, Kent, Joel's going to say, you always take his side. <laughs> you know he will. <laughs> you know me so well. It's no wonder I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next matchup is going to be first Herman Munster. From the Munsters. Yeah. And Gomez Adams. From? The Adams Family. Yeah. I know that because... <laughs> His last name is Adams. That's right. Yeah. Well, Herman Munster, you probably guessed. That I got one too, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I never saw. They do Munster. what they want to do. Say, say what, what they, they want to say. Live how they want to live. Play how they want to play. Dance how they want to dance. I'm not going to do that. I knew it. I knew you would know. The Adams family. Man, That's crazy. MC Hammer was cool. He was so cool. <laughs> he was too legit to quit. Really, he was. He was. But That's why quit. we pray. <laughs> Just to make it today. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. So Indeed. The, Herman uh, Munster, he's actually a grave digger by profession. I ain't I saying mean, he's a grave digger. <laughs> He is he's almost Frankenstein. He's kind of a buffoonish kind of Frankenstein right. character, very clumsy. Gomez Adams, he's an attorney, he's a schemer. He's married, he's like obsessed with Morticia. I do kind of I remember Gomez. I do, remember yeah. Gomez. Okay. And he was played by uh John Aston. Yes. Who's actually uh, Sean Aston's adoptive father. Really? Yeah. Kind of funny that little connection there. All right, Ken, am I going first? Or you going first in this? I, I chose Dan last one, so I think it's your All right, I'm, Kent. Let's hear it. Look, I have actually good information. I'm, I don't have a horse in this fight, really. That's why you got to pick one. I will pick one. I have good information on both. I'm going to go with Gomez Adams over Frankenstein. Please. Please. You, yeah, please. You yes, pick, I will. Why? You picked the wrong horse in this fight. All right. I just think this would be a great match. It would be a great match. You know, Herman Munster, he is a buffoon. He's really naive, and he throws tantrums. He's almost unstoppable, and this is where Joel's going to go with this. Joel? Yeah, he is. He's an unstoppable machine. The guy has had cars hit him multiple times in the series, and the cars get smashed up. He doesn't budge. Really? He's been struck by lightning multiple times in the show. Hasn't affected him. He Isn't Gomez Adam like a real estate yeah, agent he, or something? Yeah, he got a lot of his money from investments uh, and things like that. And he, he has lots of failed businesses and stuff. And But yeah. But in his wiki, he has a full enthusiasm for dreadful plots. Dun, dun, dun. And also, I, he's an accomplished juggler. It'll say that on my wiki Knife one thrower. Day. He's athletic and acrobatic. So basically, we're talking stealth and speed versus a very large man. That's versus a large true. Undead in the movie, man. like he's like he throws we're not knives going movies. and stuff. Though. We're not going movies. We're going TV. Well, same guy, thing right. in TV. No, it's the same effects. That's what they Although got. I'm offended, by the way. You didn't use Herman Munster's full name. Herman Munster, fifth Earl of Shroudshire. Oh, mm. nice. That he's, makes him sound know, scarier. Do you know what Ghost Gomez Adams has? He owns a crocodile farm and a buzzard farm, both of which mean death, even for even for Frankenstein. All right. We're Gomez Adams spends $1,000 per month on cigars. The guy does not have the stamina he thinks he has. <laughs> All right. Run out of time. So final arguments. Final arguments is that Herman is incredibly strong. The guy lifted a solid demolition ball casually with one hand. Yeah, how does how do you beat him, Kent? How does Gomez Herman beat Herman? Herman Munster is so dumb he wouldn't even know he's meant to fight. He would stand there until Gomez Adams got one of his crocodiles to chew him up. No, 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 because he knows that he's defending Lily, and he loves his wife. He loves his kids. He's devoted to them. Gomez Adams was sickly as a child. 
sickly child. Is it Rosanna Wiki? pretty pale. Yes, it is. Until he met Mortician, then he became in but full health. we're basically talking a ninja from Transylvania against Frankenstein. A ninja? Because well, I would watch that he's movie. A, he's a crafty schemer. I he's, would watch the ninja from Transylvania. He's an acrobat. He's not just going to like... It's, it's basically speed versus a rock. And I do think speed would be able to take the rock out. Joel, does Mr. Munster have a finishing... Like, does he have a murderous way like would he finish somebody off he no, demol- he's the nicest guy ever he, he is very nice uh but he's also clumsy and ends up demolishing a lot of stuff on the show kind of accidentally and i think gomez adams would kind of get around him and try to stab him with his rapier and things like that and he would kind of like oh let's not fight and then give him a big hug let's just hug it out now you know what happened well, he safe- can't really stab him if he can't be killed by a car a safe once fell on a monster's head and gave him amnesia. Herman Munster, the fifth Earl of oh, Shroudshire. Shroudshire. Gave him amnesia. And so Gomez Adams, because he's so scheming. This is where my argument is. He's and so Herman Munster throws temper tantrums. Okay. Yeah, that's he gets angry. that's actually doesn't work for him. He's so you know, he's so scheming that her, when Herman Munster gets amnesia, Gomez Adams would be like, Hey, I'm trying to save my family here. Will you take one for the team? And he'll be like, and he won't even remember he has a family to defend. Gomez Adams for the win. I don't buy it. Well, of course you don't. You're voting for the other side. <laughs> well, Kent, you made a much better argument this time, but not quite good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was really close, though. You, yeah. were, you were trying hard. Like, I was I was pretty much there. I was 90% there. <coughs> Devil's out, Just that little bit. <laughs> this is nice. I like, I like all that effort. <laughs> all right. Next match is Charles... Pa Ingalls. From Little House on the Prairie. Ah, he has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Jacob gets the realization. I know who that is. Yeah, he has a hat. That too. was actually your also, upbringing. Also, though, wasn't long it? hair. Yeah. Yeah. Long, beautiful hair. No, actually, in all seriousness, when I would watch that show and I'd be you like, You watched Little House on the Prairie. I saw it, yeah. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I like how he, he went lived. From, he went from watched it to no, saw no, it. Sometimes he lived little house. This is actually the, the joke, and I was like, "What's so remarkable about this?" <laughs> it's my everyday life. <laughs> All right, versus Tim, the Tool Man, Taylor from Home. Improvement. I love how they both have nicknames. I That's kind of why they got paired up. Okay. I watched plenty of Home Improvement. Also, I, I you wanted, did. Uh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they wanted to. I, I wanted to pair these two up because it is old school uh, farm versus new school technology, right? Uh, and by new school. You mean like Home Depot like technology? 90s, yeah, essentially. Sure. Yeah. But also Charles Pa Ingalls is the only person in our bracket who's based on an actual person. Oh, I know. Kind of weird. All right. Ken, is it my turn to go first? Yes. Uh, then I, oh man, I've, I've struggled with this one. This is actually one this of the big ones. This seems tough actually. It is. And I, I want to say, no, you know what? No, I'm telling you guys right now, Pa Ingalls would destroy Tim the Toolman Taylor. Whoa. Tim is a buffoon. Tim is clumsy. Tim, uh, okay. When I talked about the action figures that the that you would come with accessories, Paul Ingalls would probably come with a shotgun and a bear trap. Tim would end up in the sh- in the bear trap in the first five minutes, and the shotgun a few minutes after that would be in his face. I can't believe you're saying that. It's the He's pioneer so spirit. Good with a nail gun. He did a 21 nail gun salute and almost killed himself. Oh yeah, I actually <laughs> looked up uh, some home improvement clips, and all that came up were him electri- uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor el- electrocuting himself. That's all I could find. It's so just, are you going? I have to go uh, paw. I have to go paw. On oh this my one. gosh, Tim Taylor Taylor oh, easily. <laughs> really, he, he the is guy's a, man's a survivor. Man. Well, what it, like Tim the Toolman Taylor like builds a giant lawnmower no, and just runs over. Here's him. what would happen. So, right, he has an edge because he has a very wise neighbor, and he'd say, 
hey, oh, Wilson, uh, what, what should I do to beat Pa uh, Ingalls? Uh, uh, and oh, Wilson no. would be like, well, actually, and he'd give him some great advice. But as in every episode, Tim would mangle the advice and lose and cause himself harm and probably end up killing his own family himself. Pa Ingalls <laughs> is an accomplished <laughs> hunter trapper. And if he's in this Hunger Games scenario in the woods. Well, in 1860, he is. Right. And Tim may have an edge with some of the tools, or but 40 or I don't whatever think he, he is. I think that he Tim's going to hurt himself with his own tools. Honestly, absolutely, I'm right there with you. So we're going to agree. Yep. Pa Ingles. Wow, I didn't. I didn't actually anticipate that. Me, I did not me getting a pass with that. Oh, uh, that, come on. Well, there's a good argument there. It's okay. Everyone can agree with me that show. I'm okay with that. You can make it for all those times you picked Kent in the past shows. All right, next match then. Uh, this is. There's just jokes coming. <laughs> it's a, we're just doing the characters. Preface. Oh, so you know what's coming. Preface. We're just doing the characters. <laughs> First is Dr. Cliff Huxtable. From The Cosby Show. The gynecologist. And Dr. Jason Seaver. From Growing Pains. Ah. Show me that smile again. And show me that smile. Don't waste another <laughs> minute on your cry. Best TV theme song ever. Wait. As long as we have each other. <laughs> I just want you to go, ooh. <laughs> I've done that in a bunch of other shows. Yeah, you have. Your two minutes has started. No. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> uh, Cliff Huxtable. So Cliff Huxtable is an OBGYN. Dr. Seaver is a psychiatrist. Both of them do home practices, though. They, they do their practice at home. Uh, Dr. Cliff Huxtable, he loves jazz music. He's honestly probably one of the best TV dads there are. He served in the Navy. He's a dedicated father. And the only thing I have about Jason Seaver is that he's a stay-at-home dad. He took in... Homeless Leonardo DiCaprio and raised him like his own son. But look, Dr. Huxtable takes in many kids because you never know who's part of the regular cast because people keep coming in and out. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) He can strangle him with a sweater. He has like nine grandpas that show up at one point and they all play jazz. But he's Alan Thicke. Dr. Seeger's Alan Thicke. He is Alan Thicke. I'm having a hard time this one. But I feel like Dr. Jason Seaver, I'm going to call him Dr. Jason Seaver, as a psychiatrist, he would try to talk his way out of the situation where I feel like Dr. Cliff Huxtable may be really good with anesthesia. I don't know. And uh, he also. Wow. <laughs> Joel, was, you. was that on purpose? Nope. Of all people. <laughs> Joel. Uh, it was. It was. We all we're all thinking it. <laughs> we we're not saying it, though. We, I'm talking as a doctor. Dr. Cliff Huxtable would have probably a better medical knowledge of the human body and where he could hurt Dr. Jason Seaver. I'm giving this one to Dr. Cliff. Why am I going first? But I'm giving it to Dr. Cliff Huxtable. I have to give this one to Jason Seaver because I'd rather talk about him in following rounds. Dr. Seaver, but and actually, it's the I, character. It's not. I the wanted to actor. know. I actually wanted to know more about the character, so I looked up uh, Growing Pains episodes, and in Ten almost seconds, in every in almost every episode, he is fighting to stay with his wife and family because there is always turmoil between the the couple, between he and Maggie, and so I think because he fights so hard to be in the family, to stay married, to stay in the family, he will fight to the death and save himself and his family. You know who his son is right, Robin Thicke. No, his son is Kirk Cameron. If you're bringing in, if you're bringing in, no, uh, look, Dr. Oh, Cliff Huxtable. Are we separating real life from TV? Yes. Yes, exactly. So his real son is not. Uh, you brought Robin in the, the history of Bill Cosby. No, you, you did. Wanna, you don't want to talk did. about him. You did. Joel I was did. talking about his practice. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm saying he honestly, in almost every episode, he fights to stay with his family when honestly it should probably crumble that he would fight to the death to keep them together. Yeah, but how does he win? Talk him to death. He's going to talk him to death? Yeah, he'll size him up. <laughs> 
Kent, I'm going to agree with you, and not because you have the better argument, but because I also do not want to talk about Dr. Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> Can we all do a high five <laughs> on that? <laughs> no, because we didn't agree, but I do feel bad. No, and this this is true. This is how I feel. I feel bad that his real-life reputation has tainted a great yeah. moral TV dad character. One of the best 80s TV shows. You can't you can't look at Cliff Huxtable anymore and be like, ah, I respect that guy, because it's just like, ah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Next match is Sheriff Andy Taylor. From the Andy Griffith Show. Yeah. You know I, knew that one, Jacob? I knew okay. I could I was whistling along. I, thought, I, <laughs> I love it. I just pictured you guys, this is what you guys are gonna be like in the nursing home. When we're recording this, <laughs> when we're all 89. And Joel you remember Joel's still gonna to be really peppy. Andy now. Griffith show. And Jake will be trying to talk and they'll just telling us. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can whistle. Can you guys whistle in and out or just in? That was in. Out. <laughs> Mine's out. I can go either way. All right, all right. <laughs> That's enough. We just spent two minutes on whistling. <laughs> no. Wait, the timer didn't start, did it? No, no, I don't start till I, I okay. finish the Oh, yeah. Shows. We haven't got to the second so, person yeah. yet. Andy Taylor versus Keith Mars. From oh, Ver- I know who that is. From Veronica Mars. Yeah. So, two sheriffs. Uh, well, so Andy Griffith. Why didn't you say Sheriff Keith Mars? Because he's not a sheriff at the beginning of the show. He's been a disgrace. He's been disgraced. Oh, and ended sheriff. up being a private investigator. But they were both or sheriffs. PI. So Kent, you need to go on first. Yeah, Kent, one. let's hear it. He went Huxtable last time. So. I want to give. Don't it a say sh- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could say a lot of things there. I want to say Sheriff Andy Taylor because he served as a sergeant in France. He's a very dependable man. He honestly is the sheriff for not only the city but the whole county. Uh, he's basically the only cop, and he always has like a bumbling sidekick, right? He's he also served as justice of the peace. It's not a Do bumbling it. sidekick, but I it's have the bumbling sidekick. Yeah. The bumbling sidekick. Like exactly. there's no more famous bumbling sidekick, is there? Right. He actually has two because someone takes over for Don Knotts later what? in the show. Yeah, it's true. Really? Yeah, is and it, he's actually is it Lowell more. from Wings. <laughs> no, remember when they tried to replace him at the end yeah. of Wings? That was oh. terrible. Um, but Keith Mars, I don't think like PRs are super tough, but man, this guy is PRs? so. PIs? He said yeah, PRs. PRs. <laughs> yeah. PRs. Magnum PR. <laughs> I'd watch that show, honestly. That's a very millennial show right there. That is. So he is very protective protective of Veronica. He's trained in handgun usage. He's a tracker, bounty hunter. And here's where he would get Andy Taylor because there's always the mystery surrounding who is Opie's mom. And Andy is very discreet about it. He doesn't want to talk about it. But Keith Mars is good at performing background checks. And he would basically say... I have found uh, Opie's mother, and I'm going to spread it to the world. Oh, okay. I wonder where you're going with that, because you, you want to kill off their family. No, no, I'm going to spread it to the world, and Andy Taylor will basically, you know, be a victim to this. Like, he will be very weakened based on this information, or he'll be in a place in precarious situation. Keith Mars for the win. All right, Joel. I'm, I am going to disagree with this one, because I feel like Andy, being the, the good sheriff, the moral sheriff, he knows what to do and when to do it. I mean, he fired his gun twice during the entire run of the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> Who did that, he hit? That really helps your Who argument. Who did he hit? He shot a car tire once, uh, and then he talked about shooting a robber, but I don't even think that happened on screen. No. He didn't have a gun belt most of it, but he does know how to use firearms. I feel like, though, that he is the more experienced, if they're you know fighting in the wooded area, Hunger Games style thing. I think it says here as part of his uh, bio, Andy regularly uses reverse psychology on people, making them see the error of their ways. And then also, Andy has a keen eye for booby traps and often shielded Barney from both career and social landmines. 
<laughs> social landmines. So I think I think then, so. You can't say so landmines like it gives it like some way. <laughs> no, he says he says career and social landmines. Both of them, and so probably just, real, probably real landmines. But he has an eye for booby traps. It says that there, so there's nothing Keith can do. Figurative booby traps. No, real booby traps in that one. <laughs> he could build real landmines, not social or figurative. All right. <laughs> But uh, you can't, you can't, like he accidentally shot a tire and talked about shooting a guy once. Whereas there is a guy who is trained in handgun usage, will do anything to protect his daughter, even though, spoiler alert, right, Mm. he will do anything to save his family, even if it's the wrong thing, he will kill. And I do, I do highly respect Keith Mars for staying in town when he was completely just trashed. His reputation was gone. He stayed around and that's, that's reputable. But against a uh, tried and true sheriff who goes fishing with his boy Opie, he's not going to stand a chance. (laughs) All right. All right. So, I mean, in the real world, uh, if they were like in the city and Keith Mars was hunting Andy Taylor, Andy Taylor would be dead, I think, pretty fast. If we're in the woods of some dome. Who has well, a gun? No, no but Jake, it, it who could, has it, a gun? Keep in mind, the Hunger Games can happen. Like it can be a city in the dome, too. Like Andy that. Taylor's character, his toy was made in the 1960s, does not come with a gun because that would be offensive. Keith Mars would come with a gun and a magnifying glass. Would he? Yes. Because no. he's trained in handgun usage. You said yourself, Andy Taylor does not have a gun with him a for lot most of the, time. Of the series. Right. So what I was going to say is it's that... It's a vintage uh, action figure, though, from the first yeah, season so they, they had the they, gun. They would not release that because that that toy was released in the 60s. So, Kent, what I was going to say mm-hmm. is that it was still Keith Mars. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I will fight for this. It was closer in the woods, I think, but still I Keith want Mars. Matlock to die. <laughs> we used to be friends, Kent. I want Matlock to die. We used to be friends a, a long, long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> I'm surprised you went against Keith Marsh. You were the one that had me watch Veronica Mars. So good. It is quite it good. It is good, yeah. And well, he, first season's for, amazing. First, first, Se- season. first season's amazing. Second season's good. Third season's not that great. Yeah. Terrible. It's kind of like Terrible. it's kind of like uh, follows the same thing as Lost or Prison Break. Or it Twin does, Peaks. No, it, it goes down way faster. Yeah, it yeah, Lost is better. Keith Mars is a shrewd dude. I like it. You're like, but in the woods. Still Keith Martz. <laughs> I know that pause made Kent and I go off for another two minutes. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh Jake. well. <laughs> All right, next match is Phil Dunphy. From Modern Family. Versus Al Bundy. From Married with Children. The serial killer. What? No, no, no that's Ted Bundy. Oh, Ted Bundy. And uh, these, these ones I put together because I like the idea of, if you haven't seen Modern Family, Ed O'Neill, who plays Al Bundy, is in Modern Family as Jay's father-in-law, and he's always trying to get the respect of him. And I thought, wouldn't that be fun if a younger Jay was fighting Phil? So that's kind of what it is. Kind of what really. happens? Yeah, kind of, but not really. Cause All right. Jay was affluent when he was a kid and Al Bundy's poor. So I'm going right. first on this yep. one. Two minutes to start. Uh, Phil is going to be a reputable foe because he... <laughs> he's got reach. He's got he, the long arms. He's got skill in a horseback and with the shotgun. It's, it's shown in the show. He was a cheerleader at Fresno State. Uh, but he also suffers from cholerophobia. I've already forgot what he's from. A modern family. Oh, modern yeah. family. That's right. He's afraid of clowns. And really what, is Al, clowns. what is Al Bundy than a big clown? But he's not a literal clown or he's a not. social landmine but, clown. But Al Bundy Figurative landmines. is, he's just oh, a mean, mean man. And Phil Dunphy is always trying to be the nice guy and trying to do magic tricks and trying to be nice. Is there an option here where they run into each other, they hit each other in the head and they both fall dead? No. Whoa. Should be. That'd be interesting. That's, that's really mean. That's mean, Jacob. How yeah. dare you? How dare you? Anyway. All right. What's your pick? Um, my pick is Al Bundy. I think he is the, he's not... Uh, Phil Dunphy is actually really, I, I like him as a character. I actually think he's a very good modern TV dad character and very entertaining, but he's kind of an idiot 
in a goofy edit, not like an idiot like Al Bundy. And I think Al Bundy has the meaner streak, and he's gonna get, he's gonna get. Uh, These seem really comparable people, actually. So yeah, thank you. Al Bundy hates his family. Hates his, on the outside. Hates his family. No, he's done a lot to say he say he hates them, but then when the chips are down. He'll defend his no, family. No, this isn't Homer Simpson. He does, he though. He hates Peg. When he comes into money, he ends up spending it on his wife and kids. And he likes to, them to be what, happy. like in a season finale? He's had he, to defend, spends, he spends probably 99 of 100 episodes hating his family. He defends Kelly. He defends Bud. And he defends Peg. The man is so lazy, his trademark is sticking his hand down his pants while he's watching TV. Phil Dunphy, you know what he would do? He'd be like, hey, Al. I'm a realtor. Come check out this house. But this up. house is a house of horrors, and it is filled with social landmines. You know what? Figurative uh, landmines. <laughs> you know what Phil Dunphy does? He practices parenting. It's acting like a peer to your kids. And he's a great dancer. Parenting. He has. He's. He knows capoeira. I'm sure he knows capoeira. Phil Dunphy. Yep. He doesn't know capoeira. He would sure try. He doesn't know Capoeira. He does magic no, I, tricks. I honestly think this is a dad who loves his family, even though he's a doofus, versus a lazy dad who's a shoe salesman and hates his family. He doesn't hate his family. He does too. Have you watched the show? I don't think you watched. It you deep weren't enough. allowed to watch the show when you were a kid. Love man, very convincing arguments. Al Bundy has survived falling off his roof while installing a satellite dish, getting shocked by that same dish, and being pulverized by a massive woman wrestler in Las Vegas, Ew. and jumping from an airplane without a parachute, and surviving a huge explosion. I'm sorry, he actually jumped out of an airplane without a parachute. Yes. And survived an explosion when he, actually he that? accidentally detonated dynamite in his own yard trying to kill a rabbit. Also pretty good. He survived all of that. Phil Dunphy passed out when he saw blood. Actually, the same thing. That was the same thing on the wiki. He just read the Phil Dunphy wiki. No, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I can just say things right. and make them true. Al Bundy has leadership skills. He organized no ma'am. Look, so I don't even know. Here's the thing. I think this all comes down to would Al Bundy want to live anymore in this life? He has a depressing life. He doesn't care whether he lives or his family lives. Phil Dunphy would at least fight. Al's talents include bowling, barbecuing, and getting into and winning fistfights. That's in his bio. <laughs> oh. When have you ever seen him on the show get into and win a fistfight? I wasn't allowed to watch with it. With Bud, his son? <laughs> no, with, with the, Bud, his with son. He probably, fought, yeah, he probably fought his dog or his son. <laughs> all right. It's Al Bundy. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> I just like Phil Dunphy a lot more. I like Phil Dunphy. Yeah. I really do. I think Phil would try more for his family, but I think Al would probably just want to win regardless. He wanted his glory days back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. All right. Next match is Ray Barone versus... Sure. From Everybody Loves Raymond. From, yeah. Ray Barone. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond, 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 <laughs> David, Ma. That was what are we doing? That was Dorothy from Golden Girls. Ma, Raymond, <laughs> against very similar. All right, versus uh, Frank Costanza. This is George's dad, I guess. Yeah, from Seinfeld. You guess. Uh, am I going first on this one, or you? Um, I. You are yeah. going first. Yeah. And timer starts. All right, Ray Barone, he's pretty infantile. He has a neurotic personality, and he lives in the fear of his mother. Frank Costanza, he served in the Korean War, but he was an army cook. And he is fluent in Korean and a former Christian artifact salesman. Um, <laughs> I have no horse in this race whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You got to pick one. It's like vanilla flavor versus vanilla flavor. I, I have to go Frank Costanza because he did beat George once and put him in a coma. Yep. And he, he knows feats of strength. 
that's what I was going to say is uh, due to the commercialism of Christmas, Frankenstein's a created Festivus where he has feats of strength and he has a metal pole, which would probably come with him. He's going to beat Ray with that metal pole. Ray- Raymond is going yeah. down. I hate Raymond. Everybody, everybody loves hates, Raymond. Everybody hates Raymond. No, everyone hates Chris. Oh, okay. It's another <laughs> show I didn't watch. All right, next match is Ted Mosby. Mosby? Mosby. 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 From How I Met Your Mother. Oh, or Everybody Loves Raymond in the Younger Years. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Mike Brady. From Brady Bunch. Right, he's the, he's not the fighter, he's the... Lover? That's it. <laughs> so Ted Mosby, played by Josh Radner and Bob Saget, actually, at the end there. Oh, hey. Oh, that could be fun. Uh, I could see, like, at the end, like, you know, after Ted Mosby dies, like, Bob Saget comes in as, like, a second wind. But I think Mike Brady, uh, he is a widowed architect, and he has firm integrity and enjoys fishing and camping. And I think that Mike Brady is the better fighter because Ted Mosby can't decide what he wants and makes bad decisions all the time. Also, the finale was bad, so you hate him and want him to die. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Ted Mosby, he'll just try to talk someone to death. Um, He loves also collecting coins. Maybe that's what he'll do. And Renaissance fairs. Mike, let me tell you a story about a man named Brady. (laughs) No, he'll tell him a story and then he'll do it for like seven seasons. Seven seasons and then he'll die of boredom at the end. And you know what? Mike Brady would listen because he's a very patient father. And so, yeah, Mike Brady would kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Brady. Here's the story of a lovely lady. All right, next match is Tony Michelli. Micelli. Micelli. Who's what the I boss? said. Oh, that's Tony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's Tony. <laughs> Versus George Bluth Sr. From Arrested Development. Ah. All right. I love it. I love how when I say that, Jacob's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Micelli is the former second baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. But he, he wins. What? Oh, you're I a Cardinals see. fan? No. Well, yeah. Jake, remember? I'm from, remember? Yeah. Jake likes sports. Oh, yeah, that's right. Air I see that with quote marks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, George Blue Sr., on the other hand, well, he's devious. He's escaped so many, so many times. Man, I really hate to do this, but George Blue Sr. is going to murder Tony Maselli. Mm, I disagree. Okay, why? Because I feel like... Uh, Who can spoiler? kill Tony Danza? Well... George Bluth is good at running away. Very good at running away. Very good at disguises. But I think Tony Maselli, who comes with the St. Louis Cardinals baseball bat and a mop, is going to find George Bluth Sr. in his spider hole wherever he's find, you know, hiding, and he's going to beat him to death. Also, spoiler alert for rest of development, it turns out in the end that it was Lucille who was pulling all the strings, not George. George was a puppet in Lucille's hands. Therefore, Tony Maselli is going to take it. George Blue Senior, he spent a year in prison. He knows what he's doing. In fact, he will find the weakness of Tony, who had to retire from baseball due to a shoulder injury. George Blue Senior would use that against him. In fact, he has so many weapons. He has the cornballer. Right? The, corn, the corn baller. He has a corn so baller. Loco por los Actually, he is a known. The corn baller is like a deep frying he, thing. He is a, a deep fryer? Like, it's a deep fryer that you always burn yourself on. So Yeah, like it's oil going everywhere. And and Tony would try to clean it up and he would keep spraying burning oil on him. Also, he is known as a serial poisoner. His name, his serial killer name was the Muffin Man because he would use muffins. And Tony is a manny. He would use muffins to intimidate and threaten his kids' teachers. I remember. There is a devious mind versus a great man. I love Tony. I wish he'd win. But for me, it is a man. Yeah, he'd fight for himself. And he always did. In fact, he would use his brother as a disguise if he ever needed to. Even if Tony thought he won and he killed someone, it would not be George Blue Sr. Kent. 
Yeah, I, rem- Joel, I remember a very Joel. special episode of uh, Who's the Boss when Tony accidentally mixed bleach and ammonia and he some fumes came up and then he has a whole kind of dream episode where he's living an alternate life. I think he knows how to mix chemicals. He's a household cleaner. He didn't know how to He learned He learned his lesson so, and he's going to use chemical warfare on George Blue Senior no, and destroy he, you know him. What he did? Chemical warfare is what the sports player uses? Because he knows how to use cleaning agents. It, why doesn't he just use the bat? Because yeah. he's gonna no, he's gonna pour the he's pouring the ammonia and the bleach down in the spider hole to get to kill George Blue Senior, and then when he comes out, it's like a groundhog. That's that's a reach. That's a big reach. He accidentally poisoned himself. Every one of these is a reach. <laughs> <laughs> so a guy who poisoned right. himself and a guy who pours hot oil on him while he's down. No, George Blue burned himself many times in the cornballer and still kicking. Is it him or is it because is uh, you never know because Oscar. he uses his brother as a decoy. You know, I can't... Uh, well, here's the thing, right? They're in a dome. They know they're fighting each other. I think Tony takes it. Yeah! That was silly. My dun, 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 dun. The Muffin Man. Yeah, but you're talking do about you know strategy. Muffin man? Like, your whole strategy was based on Tony not knowing it was coming. But they do know it's coming. That's It's a death match. They both know. Like, he can't sneak. He can't be Yeah, but he you didn't even talk sneaky. about his weakness. Like, George Bluth would expose, like a wrestler would, his shoulder injury. He would do anything to harm okay, his shoulder. We decided we're going to the fast game. Yeah, let's do, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, next match is Carl Winslow. Carl. Carl. From Family Matters. Ah. That was that was Urkel. <laughs> Mine was Urkel. Versus <laughs> Danny Tanner. From Full House. Oh, I, 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 I don't. Do, 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 do. Chica, chica. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> All right. It's a rare condition in this day and age. I'll get those two songs confused. Anyways, we got to move. Yeah. All right. Carl Winslow, his initials are cow, actually. Just wanted you guys to know that. Oh, he loses then. Carl, Joel, you, you were first on this one. Carl is an officer for the Chicago Police Department. Danny Tanner is a sports broadcaster, and on a, he's a co-host on Wake Up San Francisco. Danny Tanner doesn't have the fight in him that Carl Winslow does. We saw what he could do in Die Hard. Therefore, I'm giving this one to Carl Winslow. What did he do in Die Hard? He, he stayed, on the the radio. <laughs> stayed on the radio. He stayed on the radio. I think that Carl Winslow has a short temper, whereas Danny Tanner is more obsessed with keeping everything neat and tidy. Uh, I think he may be a little OCD, and I think all it takes is a little dirt on his on his pants, and then he's going to be trying to clean that off. And Carl's going to come up behind him and uh, Urkel him. Urkel him. He's going to Urkel him? Yes. What does that even mean? That's what Ask your next date. Did I do that? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. As his body's laying there on the floor. Uh, so I'm going to play devil's advocate like I have been all show. Yes, I think Carl's Win- Winslow, he's got the weight. Sorry, you have to make the rest of the argument in the Oracle voice. So. No. <laughs> Danny Tanner. <laughs> Anyways, was oh, that, that was awful. Yeah, it was Pat. <laughs> here's the thing. His, Danny Tanner's tagline is, clean is good, dirt is bad. I, and here are his interests. Cleaning, organizing, playing guitar, but here's where it gets interesting. He went to college on a billiard scholarship, and he is great at darts. So, you know, he will actually be like... Carl Winslow. Be That's like, great because if Carl's wearing a dartboard on his back, this will really be handy. Oh uh, yeah, you can't hit someone in the eyes with darts, right? Is he gonna come with darts? The bigger they are, the <laughs> harder they fall. With- and you know what else is bad for your eyes? Lemon pledge, and that is Danny Tanner's favorite scent, and that is on his wiki. <laughs> he will spray it in the eyes and use a pull cue to to pal- to impale him, and he will beat 
Carl Winslow. He is the underdog here, and I think he'll win. I remember a very, and this is a very special, a very special episode <laughs> of uh, Family Matters where Carl talks about, and I, I, maybe I, I don't think I'm making this up. I have this memory of it, but that Carl Winslow. I feel like this is made up. Don't tell me if you remember this, where he talks about, it, it doesn't happen on the show, but he talks about how in his past he had to shoot a kid, like not a kid kid, but like a teenager because the uh, it was a situation where he ended up shooting him. It was like this special, you know, gun ep- gun safety episode or something like that. Do you remember anything like that? Not at all. I think you made it up. No, but I do remember a very special episode of Full House where they actually talk about how Danny accidentally killed his wife, the mother no. of Stephanie, DJ, no, 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 and, no, and no, Michelle. No, 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 no. Oh, if if you're gonna pull out, if random you're gonna make stuff, up things, no, you just because say he he accidentally murdered like no, a troop of Marines be- no, because he's because secretly that's what he did. blah blah blah. Because blah, blah, yeah. Pam actually died in a car accident caused by a drunk driver. I just feel like we should have some a little bit more fun with this. And I'm By talking about is, people dying and drunk diving and gun safety. I'm saying the underdog takes it because he is underestimated. Lemon pledge for the win. No, he's Bob Saget versus Reginald Val Johnson. Are you Syllables alone, Reginald think, Val Johnson wins. All right, all the, right. the cow versus the underdog. <laughs> I think Bob Saget would probably have a stroke the moment that uh, there was even a fight presented. Have some fun with it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. don't think you picked me once on this show. I have. I should stop playing Devil's Advocate He's, on ma- this. he's making up for last time. Hux- Huxtable. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. Someone got, someone got anesthesia. <laughs> Whoever he was against, you won that one. That was Bill Cosby. Yeah, Jason Seaver. These, they, no. these are the two of the most classic dads, though. I'm glad they went toe-to-toe. But Carl wins. Red Foreman. From that 70s show. Versus Don Draper. From Mad Men. He, he doesn't seem to fit the rest of these. So. Don Draper? Yeah, yeah, because they're most of them are like sitcom dads. Yeah, Don some, Draper's one of the most selfish people on TV. Maybe the most selfish man on TV. I might agree with that. Who are you going with, Kent? So Red Foreman Timer is starts. a World War II veteran and a Korean War veteran. Don Draper is a Korean War veteran, and he is willing to do whatever he can. He grew up as a pickpocket. He cares little for anyone else. But Wait, who? He, Don Draper. Don Draper is yeah. the most self-serving on the list. I I love Red Foreman. He's a great great TV dad, but he actually has really bad health problems, and that became a big plot line. Later in the show. And so I have to give it to Don Draper because he's so freaking malicious. I love Red and I think he's a he tough is. guy, but it's his age versus selfishness. And, and these two are paired together because it was the ultimate in suave versus the ultimate in non-suave. Right. Because Red Foreman's not really known for being very smooth. But I, if it was if it was Don Draper against Clarence Bodiger from Robocop, I would think Don would be in trouble because that's the same character. Oh, okay, Kurt sure, Rich sure, Smith yeah. played both characters. But not a lot of people know this. And if you haven't watched Mad Men, this is a bit of a spoiler, but he's not really Don Draper. Don Draper has a hidden past. His real name is Dick Whitman. And he stole the identity of someone else during the war because he accidentally killed him. And he killed Don Draper. And so this is a whole thing. Spoiler where he, alert for a show no one should ever watch. Yeah. But he has this whole past where he was raised by a, an alcoholic father, an abusive father. Like he's he's a survivor. And he grew up on the streets. He'll do what he, what he has to to survive. And I think I agree with Kent. This is going to be Don Draper. Don Draper. <laughs> what on earth is this? Something's dying. It's Mad Men's theme song. <laughs> Next match is Stephen Keaton. From Family Ties. And versus Sandy Cohen from the show that Kent loves and wants to marry. Kent wants to marry Sandy Cohen. The OC. He talked about that on the TV show and how much he loved the pilot. They probably win the song though. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Because because I'll tell you what. No other teamy theme song has a sha la 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 at the end of it like Family Ties. Hmm. What will we do, baby, without us? Sha la la la. 
<laughs> Man, you really went there. And this is hippie versus hippie is what it comes down to. Because Family Ties, the whole thing is about these two hippie parents who've now grown up and all their kids are yuppies. And it's hippies versus yuppies. Whereas Sandy Cohen, he's a lawyer, but he's a surfing lawyer. Oh, a surfing lawyer. He's, all right, two you minutes. You can't call him a lawyer. I'm going to go with Sandy Cohen on this one. He's a public defender in urban areas. And so he knows what it's like. He So he's in the OC, but he's actually the one. He grew up in the Bronx and he knows he doesn't belong there. And he survived the Bronx. An earth, he survived an earthquake and he's also saved many others. And so I think he is, this hippie is going to take down the other hippie who honestly I couldn't even find any information because there's really not much about him. Played by Michael Gross though. Sure. We love Michael. Who is in Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going with TV shows yes. here. I'm going to agree with Kent, even though I really don't want to fight for Sandy Cohen. I think against Stephen Keaton, the traditional dad. And my only real memory of Stephen Keaton was when he was uh, making his kids use the power. Like he holds up. He's like, do what this is kids. This is the power build. So he makes them not use lights. And so he doesn't have a lot of skills. Yep. Sandy Cohen, rough and tumble. So, you know, Kent, and he's the guy from, uh, Shoot, while you were sleeping. He's the guy that was in a coma. Ah. Yep. Sandy Cohen. I call him eyebrows. Eyebrows. Kent, anytime I think, oh, I'm probably going to agree with Kent on this one, then Joel agrees with you before I have a chance. So. Liar. Sure, let's say that. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> you always pick me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match is Rob Petrie. From Dick Van Dyke Show. Versus... Hal Wickler, Wickerson. Wilkerson. Wilk, I, I can read it. I just can't say it. It's, it's okay because actually Wilkerson. on the entire series of the show, they never really said their last name. In fact, that they came a running gag. That's from Malcolm in the middle. Like even at the end when they announce Malcolm on the finale at the graduation thing, they're like Malcolm. And then the feedback when they say their name. Mm. But yeah, they so they don't ever really say his name. But then if you look around, you can see it. OK, is the timer started? Timer is on. Let's hear it. So this is physical comedy versus physical comedy. Dick Van Dyke show, very famous for him tripping over the Ottoman or stepping around the Ottoman. He's clumsy. He is, but Dick Van Dyke is a physical comedian. And Hal Wilkerson, played by Brian Cranston, is also a very physical comedian. However, he is also very, very skilled. Uh, can't, you probably should go. Oh, no, I would, you would first and last. It's going to be hard to beat Walter White, really. Isn't it? Except he's not, Walter, not Walter White. White. That's on our different bracket. <laughs> like we're like, no, it no, 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 it's hard to get that out of your uh, head, though. But Lois is kind of a calming agent to him. But when Lois is not around, he becomes a crazy man, in, including what kind of crazy man? Include what well, he does uh, drinking, uh, he's smoking. And then also he builds a killer robot yep, that, that shoots too. bees. He builds a killer robot. <laughs> yes. All yes. right. That's good. That be shoots tough. bees. Are you could, you imagine, could you imagine Dick Van Dyke seeing a killer <laughs> robot in the 1950s? <laughs> uh, he also uh, has some unusual hobbies like roller skating. He's a fantastic roller skater. He's a fantastic bowler. He does, has really good hairdressing skills. And he's also good, great at speed walking. <laughs> speed walking? Yes. Man, he is these afraid guys do of, not do much. He is terrified of monkeys, snakes, and clowns. But... I do believe uh, Hal is going to take this one. And for the record, he's one of my favorite TV dads ever. Aw, that was sweet. Yeah, it's Hal for the win. Yeah. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. All right, next match, George Jetson. Me, George Jetson. Versus Fred Flintstone. Yabba dabba doo. Uh, George Jetson from the Jetsons, Fred Flintstone from the Flintstones. Yeah. I guess we got to say that, don't we? So George Jetson, he is he he likes danger. He used to fly to get to school. He used to fly through ten miles of asteroid storms every day, uphill both ways. <laughs> no, honestly, that's that's kind of the joke. He's also the star pitcher of his his spaceball team, right? And but he's he's kind of befuddled a lot, and he's kind of like an everyman. Meanwhile, we have the original caveman, Fred Flintstone. 
Yep. The original caveman. Like, let's get into history, people. Uh, <laughs> Loudmouth and aggressive. And he's always scheming to improve his family's working class. So we've life. got Braun versus future tech. Yes. Every man. Yeah. Although George Jetson's probably not going to come with anything except for his foldable car, which is going to be really, really heavy. But I got to give this one to Fred Flintstone. Absolutely. Absadabadoo. Thank heaven. We are through the, through the first round. All right. Actually, can we just speed through the rest of these? Yeah. That was, that was pretty good battles. Let's see what happens next. So for this second round, the first matchup is going to be Homer versus Archie. Homer Simpson versus Archie Bunker. Homer yep. Simpson versus Archie Bunker. And um, remind us who Archie is. From All in the Family. Remind you who Archie Bunker is. <laughs> remind me Homer who Simpson Archie Bunker Simpsons. is. Yeah. All in the Family, that show that Can't I've heard first. Joel reference lots of times, and that's pretty much it. Homer Simpson. Those were the days. Homer Simpson was a boxer, a hitman, and assassin. And that's only a few of his 900 jobs. Archie Bunker is a racist. He's a racist everyone loves. <laughs> also, we just saw a video where Homer couldn't die. Right. Yeah, pretty much. No, but Ken, he's not, a, he's, not, he's not a racist. He only hates blacks, Hispanics, commies, gays, hippies, Jews, Catholics, women, libbers, and Polish Americans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Homer for the win. All right, next matchup is Dan Connor versus uh, Herman Munster. Ooh, both big guys, both dangerous guys. <sighs> I'm going to have to give this one. I'm going to have to give this one to Herman Munster, strictly based on the fact that Dan had a heart attack and Herman Munster, I don't think he has a heart to attack. I mean, he has a heart emotionally, but I think that he is the tougher one and he's going to beat Dan down. Yeah. Herman Munster has someone else's heart. And so, it, you know, it is reanimated. He can't die. It's Herman Munster. He can probably die. He can probably right. die somehow, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be by the hands of Dan. Of a motorcycle mechanic. Herman Munster. Wow, we are this is going to go so fast. We are getting through these fast. This may be bad. All right, next match is Pa Ingalls versus Dr. Jason Seaver. Frontier Man Spirit versus Psychiatrist? <laughs> Stay at home, Dad. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and write the answer. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Jason Seaver. <laughs> it's Pie Ingles. Yeah? Yo. Oh. I mean, you want me to disagree? We got to high five it. Oh, yeah. It's not official until we high five. Bacon cell. <laughs> All right. Next match is Keith Mars versus Al Bundy. Okay. Now, this is a match, I think. No, ma'am. It is not a match. Ah, no, Keith, man, Keith Mars has this all the way. You think so, though? I'm going to go more realistic on this because I tried to get creative. It didn't quite work out. Yeah, it's Keith Mars. He has weapon skills. Al Bundy is a shoe salesman. He could throw shoes, and that's about it. He's no, but the thing Why is, do you hate Keith Mars so much? I don't hate Keith Mars. In fact, I've always said I want to have, I want to have the relationship that Keith has with Veronica with my daughters, but I want to have the mom around. Because, <laughs> you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to give this one to Al Bundy. I think Al Bundy will be so intent on getting his glory back that he will defeat Keith Mars. I think he'll run from Keith Mars and he'll try to hide. But Keith Mars is an expert tracker and he'll track him through the scent of his smelly shoes and his smelly hand. I think he'll track him and he will <laughs> kill him. friendly. With his that was hand. gross. <laughs> well, the gesture was grosser. Really it was. Be grateful you're not here to see this listener. Keith Mars. Jacob. Uh, Keith Mars all the way. All right. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you get for making sense, finally. <laughs> I hate being logical. It's so much fun. A long time ago, we used to be friends. 
Next match is Frank Costanza versus Mike Brady. Wow. Those are two polar opposite dads. I think that uh, Frank Costanza has the rage. I don't think Mike Brady has the rage. I'm going to give this one to Mike or to Frank Costanza. Strictly the fact that he'll go nuts on him. And uh, well, actually, I want to read this real quick. So uh, Frank Costanza has a phobia of spending silver dollars <laughs> and strongly suffers from musophobia or fear of mice. But he has a genuine compassion for squirrels. He also wears sneakers while swimming. Frank Costanza doesn't really like his family. I talked about how he knocked George out. He doesn't like his own son. In fact, Estelle, his wife, has knocked him out. And you're bringing this up, and we should emphasize it again, because if, apparently in Kent's world, yes. if they die, their family dies and too. And so they have to be willing to sacrifice all for family. In fact, maybe kill someone. Whereas Mike Brady loves his children so much that he's willing to That's true. take in these other kids. In fact, you can't really be weak. You have to be a fighter to survive a presidential campaign and win because he became president of the United States of America. Mike Brady oh, president. The, no, no, no. Mike Is that movie? That's movie. It's a TV movie That's that continues the, TV the show. series. That's not a TV dad. And he's a councilman in the show. So it continues until he's president and he's named father of the year by a local newspaper. Father of the year versus someone who will beat his son into a coma. Mike Brady. No. And he's a tough guy versus an old man that can get choked by a man's ear. Kent, you realize, though. I'm I'm waiting. (laughs) No, you realize that if if Mike dies, that means Cousin Oliver goes away, too. Oh, no one likes Cousin Oliver. Oh, I hate Cousin Oliver. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, sorry. I don't hate him that much. Uh, All right. Any other argument, Joel? I think it's rage. It's rage versus fight for family. Yep. I'm going to rule with... Fight for family. That's, this is Mike Brady. I think he's going to care too much about saving his family. Fair. I'll accept that ruling, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the story of a lovely All right, lady. next match is Tony, who's the boss? Because he was the boss on who? George Bluth Sr. That's a long name. <laughs> and <laughs> Just call him Michelli again. Yeah, Michelli. M- M- Michelli. <laughs> Tony Michelli. Tony Michelli. It's not, it's not delivery, it's Michelli. Versus Carl <laughs> Winslow. Oh, so it's Tony Maselli versus Carl Winslow. No, it's Tony Michelli versus Carl Winslow, obviously. That's what I said. <laughs> now, here's the thing. In Family Matters, uh, Steve creates a machine that makes Carl Winslow a ninja and many other things. Are we accepting <laughs> that in the canon? <laughs> like, he can be actually be anything he wants. This is so stupid. Wait, does it really turn him to a ninja? Yeah, it does. I just remember Stefan. In a very special episode. No, it, anything they want. At one point, I don't, do they go to the past or something? Are or they turn into ninjas? Me. This is true. I've looked up Carl Lins- Winslow twice now to see what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I'd done him before. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're thinking of uh, Urkel because it has Bruce Lee Urkel here, but not Carl Winslow Ninja. No, they go through the same machine. That's why it's that's what they do with the show when it became really, really stupid. I don't think we need bizarre. to use that machine. Uh, it's part of the show. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in the dome. Maybe I'm sorry. I think Tony had this aspiring career. He got injured. Carl Winslow. If we're saying he can beat Danny Tanner. Like he can shoot a gun. He's actually high ranking in EB. He was a sergeant, lieutenant, and then captain. He knows what he needs to do in order to have that kind of authority. Carl Winslow. Tony, these are good arguments. Tony wasn't the boss in the show. If we want to talk about who's the boss, no, no, no. He was not the boss. No, that's the whole argument. Didn't you see that? To, yes, in I fact, that that's episode. what I'm going for. No, that, that's the whole point of the show is you don't know who the boss is. It's like, not Tony. It could be Tony. It's not Tony. Because he's calling the shots on a lot of the things. He helps Angela. Yeah, Angela. Angela. Is, community says it's Angela, doesn't it? No. At the end, uh, Abed's brain basically stops working. Yeah, but oh, I thought they, Abed they, says Angela. They allude to the, the fact that it's yeah, Angela. It, we're talking about community episodes. We all know it's really Jonathan. <laughs> but here's the thing. Carl Winslow is the stereotypical cop. He has an avid love for donuts and, do- donuts and junk food, and he has high blood tra- 
blood pressure, which got dangerous Ugh. because he tried to dodge dieting. Tony Maselli, he may have a shoulder injury, but he's in his prime. And he has a mop and a bat and ammonia and bleach. And he's going to take down Carl Winslow. Yep, those are really handy against a gun. Try running away when you have high blood pressure. He'll get <laughs> winded. Hey, guess what? You don't He'll need to run He'll get winded and start breathing guess heavy, that, guess and that's where the ammonia bleach comes out. you don't need to run out. when you have a gun. <laughs> He's not that great of a shot. Uh, he, actually, he is because he was a police captain. You don't become like a bad shot and you're not, then all of a sudden a police captain. Good shooting doesn't mean you get promoted to captain. You should probably know a little bit of target practice when you're learning to be a cop. If you're solving cases, you get promoted. Not if you're a good shot. Solving cases, so actually like having a great mind. Instead of just being you a know cop, who shot Steve Urkel? Donut. You know who shot Steve Urkel? Steve Urkel. He shot himself in the butt. Is that in a very special episode of Family Matters? It was actually. <laughs> I think it was called The Gun. This is a close one. I want to give it to Tony, but I think... No, no. Keep going with that instinct. I think I think Ken's right with Carl. I mean, he's got the military experience and uh, no, Carl doesn't have military experience. What was it? What experience was it? I he's mean, besides a cop. being a cop, he's I a Chicago police. He works at the Chicago Police Department. He's Sergeant, stats. Lieutenant, then Captain. Oh, okay, that, that you said that that threw me off too. I thought he had a background as well. No, that doesn't change my answer though. No, I think it's Carl. Did you say Carl or Scarl? I think it's Scarl. Scarl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep this crap going. <laughs> Bake a sale. <laughs> Next match is Don Draper versus Sandy Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers that you don't hear much about. Uh, Don Draper is uh, a pervert. Move on. <laughs> Don Draper is cutthroat. He will do what he has to do. He has stabbed so many people in the back and possibly killed people. Uh, well, accidentally, but still, he has the taste for blood. I think Don Draper would do anything to protect his identity, and so he wants to get out of there as soon as possible with his life and go live somewhere else and create a coke ad, so he's going to kill Sandy Cohen. I hate to do this because we have one of the greatest TV dads versus like the worst TV dad ever. Don Draper would do anything to Sandy sex. Cohen is one of the greatest TV dads Dude, ever. Dude, watch, watch the OC. You'll, you'll agree. No, I'm, like too busy, I'm too busy watching Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, yep. Mm-hmm. There you Pretty go. Pretty equivalent, actually. Actually, yeah. it's not. Maybe you should try watching it. Maybe you, you should, should try watching it. I have. I, what? Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that can speak for both <laughs> at this point. Stop it. Joel, stop it. <laughs> My plan has worked. Stop it. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> but as one who is... Uh, see, uh, why am I all of a sudden talking about Gilmore Girls? Sandy Cohen will do anything for his family. Don Draper would actually not even care for his family. Yeah, but, but he, he cares, looks like a tool, though, doesn't he? He cares more for himself. Don Draper... Or Dick Dick Whitman. Is and his who name. is more dangerous in an arena? Someone that cares about themselves and will cut someone else's throat and not care and steal their oh, ad man. idea? I or a surfing hippie lawyer? I hate to do this, with but no Don, fighting experience. Don Draper's gonna win. Go! I hate giving him the win. Yes, he belongs up there with like on the worst TV dads. Really malicious He's TV dads. He's terrible. He's a yeah. terrible TV dad and a terrible character. What did we do? Why did we put him in? What here? did we do, baby? All right. Next match is Hal Five Thousand. <laughs> you can't uh, do that, Wilkerson, Jacob. <laughs> or something like that. Versus. You just uh, say Hal. No Fred, one really does with Wilkerson. Just say Hal. Fred Savage Flintstone. Oh my gosh. Trying to be funny we, again. We include the dead from Wonder Years. Dang. I forgot about oh, wow. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't last that long. So Hal Wilker, Wilkerson. See, I'm turning into Jake. Just say Hal. Former rebel <laughs> and tired. a, former rebel and a tr- uh, troublemaker. Um, he's So like we said, he's afraid of snakes and clowns. Uh, do you know where there's a lot of snakes? In the prehistoric age. 
I think Fred Flintstone had this now, because no, you, oh, can, you, you cannot survive the age of dinosaurs every single day and then fall to a bumbling fool, he did which this, is how. Okay, you did this on the Disney villains bracket where you kept pulling the person I was rooting for into the arena of the other person instead of vice versa. Sure. You wouldn't even give vice versa a sure. shot. Okay. So picture Fred Flintstone in an arena, Hunger Games style. He would be so weirded out by everything that's going on. He would be freaked out. What are you talking about? Like a jungle arena? Fred Flintstone would be right at home. If well, they put him in the, in the city. And who's a better bowler? I think that's what it comes down to. Well, oh, how? How got a perfect game one time. Really? Well, is he twinkle toes? Did he study ballet? Can he become the perfect bowler? with his feet? In fact, it says he used ballet lessons to improve his game and win many championships. That is Fred Flintstone from the, from the Hanna-Barbera wiki. <laughs> the what wiki? Hanna-Barbera wiki. Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. Hanna Barbera. Jake, we're gonna uh, we're gonna Do you educate know Hanna you. Hanna Barbera. Uh-uh. They like did all those cartoons. Oh yeah, like Huckleberry Hound and Fred Flintstone and George Jetson. Like all those are Hanna Barbera. Oh, and you know what's weird? So <laughs> I'm gonna take it to a weird spot. Okay, Please you guys do. ready? Take it. Fred Flintstone. He's he's Twinkle Toes when he's bowling because they'd be bowling basically <laughs> to the death, right? And whoever lost the game would die. That's how they would play it. So Fred Flintstone would be doing. That's the not how thing. you play it. How? would be so fascinated with Fred's toes because he has a foot fetish. <laughs> and it would distract him from his game. Fred would get the perfect game. And Hal would get about 290. No, Hal would do would, Fred would, would do win laps. the game no, and be like, able to crush him before, with the stone bowl. He's an expert speedwalker. There's a whole episode about him being amazing at speedwalking. He'd be able to get from Fred, away from Fred, Fred Flintstone when he needed. <laughs> the speedwalking? Okay. But on. what I was going to say is the only edge... Fred Flintstone I, powers I, I his, I his I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I don't know if you do. Okay. Because what I was going to say, it's a shame that George Jetson is not here fighting Hal because he literally has in his bio a fear, a terror uh, for Rosie the robot from the Jetsons. Like that's one of his main fears. Oh, that's cool. He's terrified of Rosie Except the robot. Except for the show's oh, crossover all the time. Do you know what's also too bad? Being a speedwalker when someone can propel a car that's every day and run over a speedwalker. It is Fred Flintstone <laughs> easily. But I think it comes down to the bowling game, and I think it's the foot fetish that makes Hal lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with you on this, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you Things are coming around. Always. All the time you pick him. Everything's coming up, Kent. Here we are, right? Next match is... Are we, are we doing another round real quick? It's another round. Yay! In fact, we're in the what? Well, yeah, we're in the final four. Final four. Who yeah. is it? Who are, already? Four? Who are yeah. the final four? Can you read those off? Oh, no. I lied. It's not final Elite four. Elite eight. Oh. Darn it. It's eight. Okay, we're yep. on our back. All right, we're in the Elite eight. Woo! It's going right, to end sometime. Let's get through them. We've been, we've been doing pretty quick. Yeah. First match, Homer Simpson versus Herman Munster. Now, this is a good match. Who will really win? Good. Because Homer the Simpson is essentially immortal. that's drawn and is immortal, never ages, can't be injured. I, I'll tell you why it's also good. I actually don't know who would Fallen win this one. in nuclear pits. Homer can be hit by cannonballs and not get hurt. In fact, that was, there was a whole episode he about that. He did have to retire, He though. can survive in space. He can fall <laughs> don't into you remember? nuclear yeah, waste. Yeah. If he took okay. one more bowling ball, he was going to die, and so he dodges out of the way right at the end of that episode. It's a very special episode. Of, uh, <laughs> it's always a special episode when you're trying to prove Simpsons. a point. <laughs> All right, Kent, you go first. So Homer, his jobs, I'm just going to try to fight for him because I really want to push him through this. Uh, he's a amateur division professional arm wrestler, an attack dog trainer. He's been a bodyguard many times, a hitman, like I said, a Mexican wrestler, and a mob boss. And so with all but of But how his, is he going to defeat Herman Munster? Yeah. Basically, I'm thinking they're going to punch each other until they get tired, and the cartoon character will win because... But Herman Munster's practically why not? a cartoon character. They do that little fast motion stuff. Yeah, 
I, I just I'm going to give this one to Homer Simpson too. And I say it because yeah. Homer Simpson is a nuclear engineer. Oh, he's going to understand how power works. And I believe he's not a he smart only pushes man, a button though, but here's, here's yeah. okay. Here's in my imagine. This is, this is how it went. So there's an episode of the Simpsons when Homer finds out he has a crayon stuck up his nose is jabbing into his brain. Right, right. They take the crayon out and he becomes a genius. In my mind, what's going to happen is Herman Munster is going to deck him. It's going to dislodge the crayon. He's going to figure out how to use Herman Munster's neck bolts to short his power and end up destroying Herman Munster. And then when he gets electrocuted, he'll lose his he'll brain cells again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. He'll fall down and the crayon will go back up his nose. Love it. Homer Simpson. Nice. All right. Next match is Pa Ingalls versus Keith Mars. I cannot believe Pa Ingalls made it this far. I, I'm actually very pleased by that. And I think the frontier spirit is going to dominate. I think wow. that... Wow. You hate Keith Mars. I don't hate Keith he Mars. never votes Keith. I don't hate Keith Mars. Why do you want Veronica to not have a dad? I just think that... I it's think, not a real dad spoiler alert. Uh, well, no, it is. Is it? Well, we don't know. She tears up the paternity test. Oh, yeah. yeah. In a very special episode. In a very <laughs> special episode of Veronica <laughs> Mars. It's totally getting used. Uh, but uh, I think that Keith Mars is more obsessed with entertainment, such as music, movies, and TV. He'll be a little distracted, whereas Pa Ingalls will be in his element in the fight. So you think Keith Mars is going to go to the fight dome to the death watching TV and music? No, I think he'll just be thinking about like, oh, my favorite jazz song. And then Pa Ingalls comes up with a pickaxe and a shovel. Look, and I, a bear trap. Keith, Keith Mars he, has a gun. Double barrel right. shotgun. He's going to show. He's no, Pa show. Ingalls would come with a gun. Sure. They can both have guns. He's got a rifle. Keith Mars has a gun. But well, he's got like an 1840 rifle. But rifle versus handgun. What wins, Jacob? At this handgun. When it's an 1840 from rifle. From the long range? Hold on, though. Keith Mars ran out of bullets in the first two rounds. And do you know what you know what Pa Ingalls is? He's a woodworker. <laughs> oh no! He has What's trees happening now. He has trees everywhere, what and he will on? build many weapons. Alexander Pa? Oh, easily over pa Keith Mars. Ingalls over Keith Mars. <laughs> I love how you're gonna have to keep playing the Little House in the Prairie music, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be the girl <laughs> running down the hill. Wow! Wow! I did not see that coming, Kent. <laughs> I don't know why I've been defending Keith Mars so much, but, you know, hey. Wow. Yeah, he's a sleuth. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so dumb. All right. Show's freaking weird. <laughs> Bacon sale. <laughs> Next match is Mike Brady. Mike Brady. Versus uh, Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. I'm not going to look Mike up Brady. who that is this Brady time. Brady Bunch versus Family Matters. Yep. And this will decide who is in the final four. Wow. I can't even. I've already used all my information. Well, no, that's, that's why we can go faster because I feel like Mike Brady architect is not going to have the tools he needs to defend. Against. Why wouldn't he? I mean, he's got a whole jungle if we're talking the Hunger Games here. Yeah. I love how the Hunger Games become any sort of battle no, arena. No, I'm going to go with Mike Brady. I think Mike Brady is in better shape. I think by this point, Carl Winslow is exhausted. And I think he's going to go down to Why Mike Brady. Are you just assuming these are sequential fights? Well, uh, that's what Kent brought up before, yeah. and I kind of like that idea. <laughs> Here's, and actually, this is, I think, a well, good that, matchup. That changes it, for sure. He's got high blood pressure and is obese and whatever else. Mike Brady is, he's an architect, right? He's a master architect. I like how we change the rules as we go. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carl Winslow, throughout the show, uh, he actually tries to build things because he's very cheap. But as it says in the wiki, usually ends in disaster any try, anytime he tries to build something. So they'll each try to build a booby trap, and Carl Winslow will die by his own. You think so? Mike Brady for the win. There we go. This is going pretty well. Yeah, and you guys are green on that one. That's surprising. It's a story of a man named Brady. Next match, Don Draper yeah, versus Don Draper. 
Fred Flintstone. That's freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men versus Flintstone. Yes. I mean, so Don what kind Dra- of world is this? I just see Don Draper. He 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 does he does have that history of doing what he needs to. I think a lot of his experience is in the boardroom, and I think that Fred Flintstone works in a quarry. He's much more tough. He has a club. What would Don Draper come with? A bottle of scotch and a poster? Here's the... Joel, man, stop it. Here's the thing. Don Draper <laughs> stop making good would arguments. be working for Slate because he would want to create advertising for them. Fred Flintstone works on the ground as a crane operator. This is turning into a pitch show. I know. And while they're in the office, while Don Draper's talking to Slate, nobody likes them. The crane drops. Boom. Rocks everywhere. Don Draper dies. But this is the Hunger Games. No, but I, I could I see thing. him. Also, if he comes with Dino... John Draper's going down. Can you do a Dino sound? It's pretty good. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. Fred yeah. Flintstone. I think we both just hate Don Draper so much. He's just, well, no, he, he deserved to go far because he is very ruthless, but. <laughs> I just realized who our final two are going to be. <laughs> Wait, the final two or the final four? Well, the final four already, but yeah. All, All right, right, who's the final four? Final four. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. First one, Homer Simpson. Okay. <laughs> pa Ingalls or Charles Wait, Pa Ingalls. You can just say Pa Ingalls. We'll do full names now that we're in a final four, right? Mike Brady, wish I had his middle name, and Fred Flintstone. Wow, that's actually a pretty good set of dads. Yeah. So, so who is the first matchup here? Homer and Pa. Oh. My dad's tougher than your dad. Paul, right. Okay, Paul Ingalls, in real life and in the show, he purposely moved his family to Indian territory. He did not care about danger. This is a man who just wanted to get away. And he, he had ru- wanderlust. He had wanderlust, is what they call it. He is a hunter-trapper, he's a carpenter, and he's a farmer. Homer's done a lot of different things, but at the end of every episode, he forgets how to do them, and he keeps on taking multiple jobs. So he doesn't know all these jobs at once. Paul Ingalls, he's... Um, oh, also, he works with explosives. And so I think he is able to destroy that cell animation that is Homer Simpson. For me, it's Paul Ingalls. I've, I've seen I've seen Homer Simpson fight, and he's a pretty ruthless fighter. Oh, no, but he can barely lift his arms. He can take a hit. No, he didn't. You see him in the Peter Griffin Homer Simpson battle? Yeah, but that was a Family Guy episode, and I don't watch that. That's not canon for me. <laughs> and it's past season eleven, not canon. <laughs> past season eleven? Yeah, you're discounting like sixty percent of it. Do you Absolutely. Know how, you want to know how Paul Ingalls Everyone died? Should. Age 66, cardiovascular disease. It's it's wearing on his heart, all these battles. I don't think he's going to make it. I think that... Age 66, so maybe 30 years after this competition? Well, let's just face it. Paul Ingalls is going to pass away and start on a highway to heaven. <laughs> and then keep, and keep going. Maybe as, as an angel. angel. As a beautiful, a beautiful <laughs> long-haired angel. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give this one to Homer Simpson, though. I feel like he is the better fighter. I feel like he... I feel like he would defend his family... Like he'd be more rabid about defending his family. Paul Ingalls has to do that every day. It's become commonplace. Homer Simpson's going to give him the fight of his life. Homer's rarely ever had to make a hard decision in his life. And Paul Ingalls has had to put down lame horses and or cartoon characters. Homer Simpson is a lame character at this point, And Paul Ingalls is going to put down, put him down. I don't know how to quantify. Like, Are you timing these the- anymore? <laughs> No, not for these. I don't know how to quantify like because uh, here's the thing. Like it's a character almost a, from the 1840s versus a cartoon. A cartoon character. Because cartoon is almost like Herman Munster. It almost seems impossible to beat, but there's gotta be a way but to But there win. are ways. And I just I, I just don't think I just don't think it's with Pine Ingles. Oh, I totally do. 
the trouble is, is how immortal they've made the character of Homer, right? Like he's endured and survived so many do you things. Know, okay, yep. here's what Paul Ingalls will do. He's like, hey, Homer, come here, go down in that mine. And then do you know what Paul Ingalls does? He's the fastest hole driller in the county, in the mines. <laughs> in the county. And so he would say, go this get those. He'd say, he'd say, hey, go get those donuts in that mine. And then right when he does, he'd pull an Armageddon and just start drilling until Homer is, is drilled through. No, he's that's drilling not even, Homer. That's, that's, yep. not, that's not even canon. <laughs> it's not canon. No. It's like we're talking about House of Mouse here. We are inventing fact, no, canon the, at this no, point. The fastest Jill. driller in the West. What was that about? No, in the county. No, no, fastest driller in the mine. Does it say that? Yep. Dang it. In the wiki. I still don't buy it as like that. Dang how it! He, sounds like he just. No, I was gonna say I didn't know it was canon, but surrendered. at the same time, I don't see Homer laying down and allowing him to. Do you know what he do? Stab no. a drill oh, this is him. what we do. Michael Landon, uh, 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 a.k.a. Charles Ingalls. Jake just took off his headphones. He would have donuts on the drill because no. they all have holes in them. He's never seen No, no. He's never seen a donut. He'd say, hey, Homer, eat these donuts. And Homer would be like, and he'd think if they drop, and then he'd go right through the throat. Pa the Ingles drill would go That's right through his throat. No, no. Pa, pa Ingalls would see donuts be like, what are these? Take one bite and be like, these are great. Eat them and then die of cardiovascular disease at age 36, not 60. That's rude. Nah, they're they're deep fried. They're trans fat. Ingles because mine was way more graphic. <laughs> Your graphic one wins just for that. <laughs> no! We can't take out Homer Simpson? <laughs> I think we have With to. Pa Ingles? Yeah, but listen to how he dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So stupid. <laughs> so cool. All right, we've got Mike Brady. <laughs> he made it so far. <laughs> he made it stupid far versus Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Mike Brady versus Fred Flintstone. It's hard. It, it, this is so ridiculous because, like, the cartoon characters they keep seeming immortal, but like, I don't think Fred Flintstone is as immortal as Homer Simpson would have been. You're right. But when it comes to Mike Brady, and it comes to a man with a club who works in a quarry all day, who's a great bowler, who could smash down anything that Mike Brady could build, and I've got to give this one to Fred Flintstone. You do have to take Fred's temper into account because he always loses his temper. He does. And when you lose your temper, not only do you become angry, you also become unpredictable, meaning you make a lot of stupid moves. No, 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 no. See, Mike Brady would try to sit Homer down and be like, well, Homer, this is what you should do. I think you should stop hitting the the, club to the face. Done with. The guy has legs of steel. He Mike Brady does? No. (laughs) Fred Flintstone. He lifts up his car, I think, at one point in the opening credits, doesn't he? Uh, well, I mean, he lifts it up and carries it while he runs. Yeah. I so, mean, of course, you forgot that last time. I did. I just actually thought of that now. I was trying to think of the opening credits. I don't know. I mean, look, I want to agree with you. I really, really do. No, you but don't. To play the devil's advocate here, Fred Flintstone, he became a police, police officer at one point. And the police officers have to uphold the law. Who makes the laws in this country? The president of the United States of America. <laughs> okay, first Mike of, Brady first becomes of the president. First this of is all. canon in no. Brady Bunch, and it's not even in the movies. It's in the movies. He's it not, is not he's in not the movies. president of the United States in the show. Yeah, because they have a continuing special. Yeah, like 15 years later, they created an extension. I don't buy that. Look it up. It's no. on the Brady wiki. But Fred Flintstone wasn't even a police officer for that long. It one episode, but he'd still uphold the law. I have to go Mike Brady on this. Part time. Fred and Barney joined Bedrock Police Force uh, for a time as part time police officers. All right. I'm going Fred Flintstone. (laughs) Yes. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I just really (laughs) want to fight for Mike Brady. So wait, our finals are Fred Flintstone and who? 
Pa Ingles. Pa Ingles. <laughs> and but my he, dad can beat up your dad. Yeah, that's perfect for it, really. I Man, what a weird thing. That all is so this bizarre. Is. Um, pa Ingles and Fred Flintstone. You know what's really weird is not having anybody who is good at murder. <laughs> in this that's, whole bracket that's why right? that's I a mean, whole separate bracket we have yeah yeah i mean it's all right so pie Ingles, fred flintstone take a moment choose your candidate oh this is tough this is tough okay you gonna go first yeah all right i, I would like to give a lot of credit to both of these dads i think they're both great fathers yep I, Most of the fathers on here were actually really fantastic fathers. Like especially almost Don every Draper. single bio says devoted father. And I was like, that's great. I do think that Pa Ingalls <laughs> being a hunter, but not only a hunter, a trapper would have the upper hand of Fred Flintstone, who basically, you know, when he's coming, he is so loud. His car makes so much noise. All he does is yell. It wouldn't be that hard to find him and trap him, which is what Pa Ingalls does and to save a little bit or what you know and mary in the family do you know any of their names a little bit and mary mary goes blind at one point i just remember that episode is a very <laughs> special episode <laughs> and charles had to kill a man that was once a cartoon character a, a caveman a time traveling caveman in this very special episode but i think he would have to he would trap him and well look he would use javelin <laughs> and his buckshot to take out fred flintstone no. right joel I think that... Do you like how I got all solemn? Yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> so here's the thing about Pa Ingalls. Plot twist. Besides the cardiac? Yes. He didn't write his own story. This was his daughter's perception of him. This was Laura Ingalls Wilder's perception of what her father could be. And it may be a little idealized because I feel they're like... All, they're all TV characters. So they're all end, fictional. I just want you to know. Shh. In the end, <laughs> he's just a man. That's all he is. He's not a cave man. <laughs> And I think like the caveman burger is more than just a burger. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's going to be sad to lose little uh, Mary, Laura, Carrie and Grace and his wife, Caroline. But I feel like Pa Ingalls has a very limited knowledge of what he can do. It's very based in reality, whereas Fred Flintstone, they were basically coming up with all sorts of cool things that to make it modern. But in the prehistoric era, I think it's a very, he's very resourceful. I mean, he uses a dinosaur as a garbage disposal. Come on. And an elephant for a shower. He's a resourceful guy. He knows what he needs to do. He works in a quarry. He drives his car every day with his legs. One kick from Fred Flintstone's legs, <laughs> Pa Ingalls' ribs are he crushed. He can't even lift his legs. Twinkle toes? That's not, your argument. Not in this argument. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he works in a quarry, but is he the best mine driller in the quarry? No, Pa Ingalls is the best mine driller. Oh, you know, you know, my, you know what? Drilling is essentially standing there and moving a machine. He's literally picking up a stuff. machine that is a literal spike. No, okay. So first of all, his and, feet, oh, and do you know who Homer doesn't Simpson, like to work? Or, not Homer Simpson. Every time that work bell rings to go home, Fred Flintstone to his family, who he loves. Just, oh, oh, you don't think Pa Ingalls loves his family? No. Well, the real Pa Ingalls, he had to promise his wife real, that okay. he stopped that he stopped moving around because <laughs> he was that's such a lie. No, it's true. Okay, like in 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 the real Pa Ingalls, he kept moving and moving and moving, and he finally had to. His wife made him promise, "No, let us settle here, so our children can get a decent education." He was more concerned about himself. And travel than his family. 
Pa Ingalls, he loves taking people in and he would adopt Pebbles and race her right after he kills Fred. <laughs> no. If you can survive. No, the whole family dies. If, Betty and Betty. No, he no. would, he would take her. Because no, Will he, and Pebbles have to die. That's the rule he, you made. He, you made look, this bed. Now pa, sleep in it. Pa Ingalls becomes king of the Hunger Games and no, he would choose to adopt Pebbles and may even take Dino in too. He is that good of a dad. And for going as good as a great father and a great fighter with skills, it has to be Pa Ingalls. Pa Ingalls. I love Pa Ingalls. I love pa Ingalls. Him pa Ingalls, not Charles. Okay. Fred Flintstone's feet, after running that long and after doing all those other things, are basically impenetrable. Basically. Oh, you're talking about, you and argued about outfit, Fred Flintstone's legs for 10 minutes. No, his feet are, are impenetrable. And <laughs> his outfit is much more suited towards camouflage than Pa Ingalls. Camouflage, he wears orange. With black, with black stripes, or black spots. <laughs> but yeah, you also thought Hal Wilkerson could beat him. Yeah, a very weak man. Don't bring up other battles. <laughs> I, have to, I have to adapt them accordingly. He didn't want to bring up t- Tinker Toes. Tinker Toes, which I never, toes. never said. <laughs> Uh, but I Fred, think going- Fred's interests include bowling, playing pool, golf, poker, and lounging around the house and killing pine eagles. It says all that right there. <laughs> you don't survive savages and, took, and Millie and her gossiping mom. He took ballet lessons. Not only has he brute strength, he's graceful as well. This is tough. This is tough. Yeah. Jacob, you're about to pick the winner of the TV dads. My dad can be and the pure dad. Do you all want right, Fred Flintstone right. to win? <laughs> Fred Flintstone or Pa Or do you want the... The nicest, most generous Look, father. We all love Pa Ingalls, but Fred Flintstone is the Nobody toughest. Nobody even likes him. He's annoying. I can't watch that show because he's annoying. How much do you watch Little House on the Prairie? I would watch it every day. And sleep. Because it's a boring Because his voice, that's why I've been so <laughs> so soothing. His voice is so soothing. Do his, even voice, as, do his voice. Even as an angel. Do his voice. I don't know his voice. Even as an angel, he could come back and take up Fred Flintstone. There's multiple varieties. <laughs> as an angel? Of Paul Ingalls. <laughs> no, that whole other then TV he's show. He's you not, brought it up. You brought, brought it up in another argument. I did, but it was a joke. It wasn't an argument. Oh, for, yeah. Now it's it a wasn't joke. part of the fight. Sure. All right, guys. This is tough, but I think we're going to have to give this to Fred Flintstone. Yeah! He's a caveman. He is pretty tough. Yeah, there might be traps or something, but if Fred does get his hands on He's pa, got strong legs. <laughs> I mean, And yeah. a club. Yeah, yeah. I think Pa's done for. Pa Ingles. That was a good fight, Pa Ingles. It was. It was. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so there you go. The ultimate, my dad can beat up, my TV dad can beat up your TV dad. Thank you, Spencer, Michael Myers, for uh, suggesting this. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Fred Flintstone. He is the ultimate winner. And we hope you, you can play along and submit your own bracket and let us know where we were wrong at baconcell.com or on our Facebook page or at baconcell on Twitter. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to see my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Also find Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale. Until next time. Who's your daddy? Oh, I'm watching the video too. I don't think I ever saw this. You look like girls. What do they do? What are some weird looking kids? <laughs> Just get to the chorus. We have so many relationships this life. Don't Only one or two. You read the lyrics. You go through all the pain and strife. You turn your back and they gone so fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, hit that note. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah. Hold on, hold on. This, why are you playing the whole song? It's worth it. 
You'll start losing your hair. Can you tell me who will still care? Yeah. <laughs> this middle one's kind of adorable, really though, right? No, the middle one was is the star. It? Yeah, yeah. Here, wait, here it is. The other one looked like a horse. Bop, 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 doo-wop, doo-yop, scop. You don't know Hanson? No, it didn't sound right. How does it supposed to sound? It's like, mm, bop, talking about, mm, bop. I don't remember, <laughs> actually. Is that not right? I like how he called me on that, and then yeah. had no way to you, back it up. You're wrong, but I don't remember. <laughs> oh, this is not saying I can recreate it. I can notice it sounds wrong. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's a lot of scops. There's no, I don't think there is a scop in there. There's no S's. It's mbop, bop, bop, doo, wop, doo, ba, bop, doo, wop. Yeah, yeah. It's Badoobadop. 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 I was right. Yeah, you were right. Talking about you. There's no There's no words there. It's just Badoobadop. If you've got FOMO, follow us. Oh, the mummy sucks. Oh, I don't like anything. Blah, blah, blah. Wonder Woman isn't tall enough. Blah, blah, blah. Stop, kids. stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Family friendly, both of you. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Kent's on intro and outro. Kent's on intro and outro. Kent's on intro and outro. He better have something good. Or I'll punch him in the face. I don't. Then it's going to be awkward. Very special boys had a great career, right? Oh, boys. You boys. <laughs> oh, boys. They're still around. You know me so well. It's no wonder I love you. MC Hammer was cool. <laughs> he was so cool. Joel I was did. talking about his practice. Yeah, right. Did I want Matlock to die. <laughs> I can just say things right. and make them true. Ray Ramon. <laughs> Raymond. 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 David. Ma. Ma. Raymond. And Carl's going to come up behind him and uh, Urkel him. Urkel him. He's going to... Urkel him? Yes. What does that even mean? That's what Ask your next day. Did I do that? What on earth is this? <laughs> Something's dying. What will we do, baby, without us? <laughs> Sha la la la! Absadabadoo. Jake's apparently racist too. It's not official until we high five. Bacon sale. Show's freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon sale.